You're listening to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast, a show where your hosts, Darian and Ethan, discuss the controversial topics often avoided by the church. They also discuss culture, society, and everyday goofs. And now, Darian and Ethan. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Ethan Peterson. This is the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast. Gary is on a road trip with his dad, as I've been saying, so he's obviously not here. And man, we have a good show for you today. We talk about the gray areas of the Christian faith. Anything that you have a question about, you're like, oh man, I don't know about this. I need to ask this question. We want to answer it. We think there are real, real answers to your real, real questions. You know, I met a lot of people out talking to them about spirituality and faith who say, I used to be a Christian, but I left because I had this question I couldn't answer. I know people right now who have questions that they, they haven't found their answer yet for, and I've talked to them. And, you know, this is why the show exists. You know, we exist because we think there are real answers to questions. Answers that we shouldn't shy away from. You know, answers that are hard and cultural and relevant, but also that have answers in the Bible, have answers spiritually, philosophically, and evidence for God all about it. We're a Christian-based podcast, obviously. Um, If you're new here, that's for you guys. If you have been here, you know that, hopefully. (laughs) But man, we have a great show for you tonight, or we, I, um, me and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking to you guys about why you should share your faith. You know, we talk about how a lot, or we kind of encourage you to share your faith, but really we don't talk about like, why? Why Why should I share my faith? Why should me, you know, engaging in conversations with people who don't believe the same thing, and be all uncomfortable. Why should I be into that? You know, it's it is uncomfortable to share faith. I know I run a school here at our ministry that we do, and the whole school half of the focus is on evangelism. You know, and I I run it. You know, so I know that it's uncomfortable. I talk to people all the time about how uncomfortable it is and how hard it is and how like oh I know I don't know if I feel equipped. And one of my biggest passions is to help people feel equipped to do this. And so today, I want to talk to you guys about why you should share your faith, and then next week, we're going to talk about how to share your faith. We did an episode like that about a year ago, and I want to just do another dive into it, kind of give you guys some new tools to share that you can use today. But for now, we're going to talk about the why behind the what, all right? So there's a Barna study. Barna's a website, ministry, Christian thing that does a bunch of um, different things. But one of the studies they did, there are a bunch of different studies and stuff like that. Check them out. One of the studies they did, it said, this is a quote from them, says, many millennials are unsure about the actual practice of evangelism. Almost half of millennials, 47%, agree at least somewhat that it is wrong to share one's personal belief with someone of a different faith in hopes that they will one day share the same faith. Do you get that? Did you guys hear that? The half of Christians in 2018 thought, well, millennial Christians, half of millennial Christians in 2018 thought that it was a bad thing to share your faith in hopes that they, that, that person you're sharing with would become a Christian. And I'm technically a centennial. I'm 25 years old. I don't really care about those terminologies, but that means that like people in our generation today, today, well, two years ago, I can only imagine in the last three years that it's gotten even more so, you know, but, in, in, and so even three years ago, half of us thought it was wrong to share your personal faith with someone hoping that they become a Christian. 
guys i need this is why we need to talk about it you know on the, on the other hand in the same study on the other hand something good you know millennials aren't, aren't all bad said millennials in particular feel equipped to share their faith with one another with others for instance almost three quarters say that they know how to respond when someone raises questions about the faith so it seems to me that that, that it seems from these two points that's not that they can't do it or they feel maybe ill-equipped i understand that if you do you know like i said earlier but it seems that it's like oh no i feel like i can answer questions but i just don't want to because that's not my place it seems like what they say you know it kind of makes sense if you think about the cultural narrative that we're in where you have a lot of the you know your truth is your truth and what works for you works for me works for you but my truth is my truth and you know that's good for you i'm happy you found that but it's not for me and i've had people tell me that you know um i was in this conversation with this guy one time and i was telling him about why i'm living in hawaii and i was like yeah you know i just was here and i felt like man like once i stepped foot in here i got the van from the airport it was just this like sensation of peace that just went out on the island and came back to me and i just knew that i was where god wanted me and then this guy was like, oh man, like I, I totally can't wait till I find something like that. I think that's amazing. And I was like, yeah, dude, like it was just so peaceful. He's like, yeah, I'm looking for that peace myself. And I was like, well, you know, peace isn't a place or a thing you do or a discipline that you have. Peace is something that comes from within. It comes from, I told him, I was like, you know, it comes from God. God created everything. The Bible calls Jesus the Prince of Peace. And it's only in his presence that we have real peace. And so I was trying to encourage him, like, hey, man, like, you're, you might not like your situation now, but you've got to find Jesus. You've got to get that peace with him. And I told him that's the only place he's going to find it. And he was not a Christian. And I said, you know, if you don't want to talk too much or too deep about it, I get it. You know, we just met. No worries. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm more like secular myself, but I, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to go like do that. And I was like, hey, you know, sometimes you can lead the horse to the water, but you can't make the horse drink, you know. But I was talking to this guy and I was like, man, like everyone's wanting this peace and so i was saying that to say you know we feel equipped you know we feel equipped to to share our faith we feel equipped to give an answer and sometimes people say well your truth is your truth and my truth is my truth that's kind of what this guy did you know that guy's like you know it's great for you i love that you did that but you know i'm trying to find it my own way and i've had so many conversations with that where people are like man i'm looking for i'm looking to find some type of peace i'm trying to find the way and i was like oh have you heard of jesus his name is the way actually and they're like, oh yeah, I heard Jesus. I believe Jesus found the way, but I'm trying to find it myself. And I was like, so you believe Jesus found the way to enlightenment or eternal life, whatever you want to call it. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, well, wouldn't you want to then, you know, follow his rules? And he's like, oh man, yeah, but I just got to do it myself. And that's another thing where it's like, yeah, your truth is your truth. My truth is my truth. I got to do it myself. And there's this attitude in our culture that seems like has affected the church where it's like your truth is your truth and don't push your your your, your views on me. You know, growing up, I, already, I always heard like, I'm reli- I am love Jesus, but I'm not religious about it. I don't want to shove it down people's throat. That was something I heard like my whole life. I was like, oh no, I don't want to be a Christian who shoves my, got my religion down someone's throat. I don't want to be that annoying person. You know, and kind of just say something, that idea, that, that fear of like, oh no, are they going to think I'm shoving something down their throat? That fear is a fear of man. It's not a fear of God. That has no place in the Christian's life. Obviously, we don't want to be offensive on purpose. You know, the gospel is inherently offensive. So if it offends people, whatever. But we don't want to be intentionally offensive. But everywhere you go, ideas are being shoved down your throat. And they're trying to, like, 
you got the, the leftists, the, the extreme leftists, the extreme rightists, you know, all these political parties trying to shove their ideologies down their throat, a bunch of religions trying to shove them down the throat, a bunch of yeah, philosophical ideas being shoved down your throat through the media, through yeah, social media, wherever you go, your friends, everything is always trying to have a voice in your life. And as Christians, we need to respond and say, hey, we're going to be one of those voices true, too, but we're going to be the voice of truth, you know. We know Jesus is the way. We know Jesus changed our life. We know he's salvation. So we're going to be loud. We're going to be a voice too. I don't got to go mean, be mean and be like, you have to be a Christian. You know, you just in, in love, share the gospel when it, and look for times to bring it up. Ask your friends questions. If you see someone at a bus stop and you're just hanging out there for 15 minutes, why not talk, have a conversation? You know, he's not, that guy is there for 15 minutes. And you're never going to see him again. Either. Anyways, I'm off track. Guys, one of the reasons we should share the gospel, share our faith, is because it's loving. That's not the main reason. There's a bigger reason. Oh, come on, camera, figure it out. My face is right here. Thank you. Sorry for audio people. Camera's on autofocus and not doing its thing, you know? Classic mistake. Okay, so evangelism is love. You know, let me let me talk about that for a second. Evangelism is love. Evangelism is the act of sharing your faith. Evangelism is love because we know who God is as Christians and we know the consequence or the terrible reality that awaits if you don't know God after you die and so out of love we want to we want to you know go out and be like guys there's a truth available this is the truth listen to this truth you know we want to bring truth and um, that idea of knowing the consequences of life after death or the consequences that that will bring, like whatever hell looks like, whatever that is, man. I want to talk about that too. Because that should not be, that should not be the main reason we share our faith. We shouldn't, our main reason for sharing our faith should not be, oh, I don't want to go to hell. I don't want these people to go to hell. I mean, that's a good reason we don't want people to go to hell. But the gospel is better than just getting out of hell, okay? But before we get there, another reason that we need to share our faith, second reason, is because it's simple obedience. Jesus gave us the great commission. You know, it's found in Matthew and Mark, although the last half of the last half of chapter 16 in Mark, it's debated if it should be in the Bible or not. But either way, we have it in Matthew where Jesus says, go into all the world and teach them to obey the things that I've taught you. You know, Jesus commands us as his, as his followers to share the gospel and take it to the ends of the earth and teach people to observe all that Jesus commanded us. And that's the reason why we have to read our Bibles because we're like, oh, what did he command us? Let me go back and read. And you read the Bible and find out what he commanded us. And then we go teach people that. You know, that doesn't mean you got to be a pastor. That doesn't mean that you have to start a house church. It doesn't mean that you even, you know, have to go and sign up for volunteering your church and, you know, or go to seminary. I think those are all great things. But what it does mean is you have to know the scriptures and you have to be ready to share them and give a defense. You know, in Tim- I'm pretty sure it's in Timothy. Paul's writing to Timothy. I think it's in the first, maybe second letter. They're short chapter letters. Go read them. And he says, be ready. He's like, in season and out of season, be ready to give a defense for your faith, right? And so that is another reason we want to obey the scripture. We want to obey Jesus and be ready to give a response for when, why our, give a defense for our faith and also sharing. But guys, this idea, man, this idea that like, I'm going to share the gospel because I don't want people to go to hell. Awesome start. Amazing start. If that's where you're at, 
I get it. I've been there. I've been there for a while. I was there for a while. And it wasn't until maybe last year where I was thinking about this. And I was like looking at the different viewpoints on hell and what hell could look like and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, so there's, we're not going to get into it right now, but there's three different views of hell. It's eternal conscious torment, annihilation, and total restoration. And I was looking at these other views because I, you know, classically trained Christian, I was, I thought eternal conscious torment. Absolutely. And I'm not going to tell you what I believe now because that's for a later episode. Uh, But I was like, I was confronted with this idea when I was thinking about these new, these other ideas, which have validity in scripture and Christian history. I was thinking about these and I was like, oh no, if hell's not eternal conscious torment, how do I share my faith? How do I get people to become Christians? And then the Lord so sharply, by his spirit, hit me and was like, is your motive, is the only thing that Christianity is good for is getting people out of hell? And I was like, oh my gosh. No, it's way better. It's way better. And I was just doing something on my computer. It's way better, guys. The gospel's not just get out of hell. You know, the gospel is good because it introduces us to God and God the creator of the universe. What it means is, this is the gospel. You get to know God. You are separated from God because of your sin that and every human sins. And you don't deserve heaven. You don't deserve God. But in his love, he took on his punishment or the punishment that you deserved, And he took it upon himself so you can have access to God. That's, how crazy is that? That is the gospel. That's amazing. That's what we as Christians believe is that man, we were so deserving of punishment. Man, I've sinned. I've lied. I've, I've hated people in my heart. I've, I've, I've taken advantage of people. I've done these terrible things. They're not just against people. Against God who's holy. And I deserve to be punished. Anything that God punishes me with, if it's because of my sin is just. But he says, I'm going to forego that. I'm going to forgive that. I'm still going to take my have my justice accomplished so it's not compromised. And I'm going to have my love accomplished so you can receive it. And in Jesus Christ, we receive access to the Father and forgiveness of our sins. And the, and the psalmist says, happy is he whose sins are forgiven. Now, if you're like, I don't think it's that bad. We need a greater fear of God. If we don't understand the depth of our sin, we need a greater fear of God and a greater understanding of his holiness. Any molecule of sin doesn't exist in the presence of God. It burns away. It's just piffed away. And that we were covered in it. And we should be piffed away in in front of him. And he removes the sin from us and brings us close to him. You know, guys, sharing the gospel is good news, not because it only gets you out of hell, but because it introduces you to God. And God is the greatest thing that you could ever have in this life. All things are temporary. All things are not reliable. What is reliable is God and a relationship with God. Money will come and go. Clothes, well, you'll buy, they'll be nice, they'll rip and tear, you'll throw them out. Shoes will get messed up. Cars break down. Jobs come and go. Nothing is secure in this world except your relationship with God. That's what good news is. Good news. That's the gospel. You know, it's hope. This is why we need to share our faith. We need to share our faith because it's loving. And we love our friends. We love our family. We love people who aren't like us because God loves them and we love them. So we, of course we want them to know this. Like it should be like, we should be like shocked when people don't know 
about God, not shocked because obviously we intellectually know, but like, oh man, you have to know. Think about this. When you see a movie that you really like, man, you leave that movie like that was a phenomenal movie. Dunkirk, for example, or Lord of the Rings, my favorite movie series, but I was like a kid when they came out. Dunkirk, I saw when it came out in theaters and I left seeing Dunkirk and I thought Dunkirk is one of the best movies that I've ever seen because of how it's produced, like the production quality of it, the way they filmed the different four storylines going on all at the same day and different, like the way they just did everything was so amazing, right? And I left and the next day I was at work and I was like, yo, bro, have you seen Dunkirk? Friends were like, no, what, was it good? I'm like, oh my gosh, it was so good, dude. I don't want to give any spoilers, but man, the, the way they the film is done, they get you emotionally attached to characters with without even knowing before they even say anything. They have storylines going on that keep you on your toes till you're trying to figure out how they're all gonna gonna um, intertwine and connect. And man, this this movie is seriously one of the best movies I've seen in so long. You have to go see this movie, man. You're doing yourself a disservice if you don't see it. That's how I am with, with a good movie. I know some people, some of you guys watch sports. I'm not the biggest sports guy. But when, when your team wins, man, you're cheering, you're standing up, you're freaking out. You're like, yeah. And then you, if someone says like, oh, tell me about your team. You're like, oh my gosh, they won this championship, this championship. We just drafted this person. Back then we did this. We had this tradition for this. And it's just boom, 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 boom. Content, content, content. You know, and how, and I know we've heard this before, but honestly, guys, God is so much better than that. So much better than that. God is better than the best movie we've seen. God's better than the best sports team that ever has existed. And we're so willing to talk about these things with people we know. And I understand part of it's like, I'm not going to lose friends over my opinions of movies. Not sports, you might be out of luck. But if you have bad friends. (laughs) But, you know, I understand that the gospel is a way more touchy subject because basically what we're telling people is the way you're living is wrong and you need to change your life because it's going to end up hurting you and it's not right. That is an offensive thing to tell someone. You know, that's like, that's so messed up. Imagine you're a Christian. Imagine someone comes up to you and says, Christianity is a lie. It's wrong. You have to follow Allah and become a Muslim. That's the only way to go to heaven. You'd be like, oh no, like me as a Christian, this is like core to my identity. I'm not getting this up. That's the same way it is for people when you share your faith. Just so be empathetic when you're sharing your faith because you don't want to offend people. You know, that's like, you don't want to intentionally offend people. But man, we have to share our faith. You got to be empathetic because you understand that like, oh man, you guys are... Really, I'm asking a lot. Like, asking people to become a Christian is a big deal. It's not just start coming to church with me on Sunday and maybe a Wednesday and sing some songs and read this really old book. What Christianity is, is, hey, there's a God who exists, who loves you, who wants to know you, wants you to know him, and he wants to have a relationship with you, and he wants to commune with you in the morning. And at the same time, there's an enemy out there who wants to destroy your soul, and he's going to lie to you and he manipulate you, and he, ha- he has you right now. And, and the good news is that God is going to protect you from this enemy. God's going to lead you out in, in this life. And no, it's not going to be easy. No, it's not going to be perfect. But man, it's worth it because God exists. And if I don't have anything, I have God. We have to share our faith because 
being a Christian is exciting because God commands it because we love people. Man, that's that's it, you know. We we have to share our faith because we just got to we got it. We got to tell people, man. We got to tell people how good God is. We have to obey Christ. You can't you're not allowed to be a Christian and not share your faith. I'll tell you that much. You can't do that. That's no, no, no. Now, if you haven't shared your faith yet, repent, ask God to give you strength and go out and try it. Come back next week. Listen to this episode or not this episode, the next episode about how to share your faith and then go out and do it. And then put in the comments. How If you guys have done it, if you guys have done that, if you guys have shared your faith before, put it in the comments or leave a review wherever you're listening and, and tell me how you've shared your faith. Tell me how it went. Success stories, failure stories. Anytime you go out and it doesn't go well, you come back, tell a friend, you laugh about it. There's one time I went to this university and I saw this guy who looked like a professor because he was the only old guy on the campus. And I thought, ooh, I'm going to go talk to him. And my strategy at this point was just to go right into it and say, hey, what do you think about the universe and what do you think happens when you die? Or something like that. Like, what do you think happens when you die and where did the universe come from? Those were... My two opening questions, cold open, like that's how, I wasn't like, hey, how's it going? Oh, that's some good pizza you got there. Oh, yeah, yeah, pizza has bread. Have you heard the bread of life? That wasn't it, you know, don't do that either. I just went up to this guy and said, hey, you look a little bit smarter than me, can I ask you some questions? And he's like, huh, sure. And I was like, all right, uh, where's the universe come from? And what happens when you die? And man, this man was not happy. This guy looked at me he said who are you and what are you doing and i was like um my name's ethan i'm just out here talking to people about spirituality and stuff and he said i'm all he's like what do you say he said i'm okay and i understand the universe enough thank you very much or something like that and i was like okay have a good day sir and then that was it and I went away. I thought, "Wow, that sucked. I kind of blew it. I should have been, I should have been more tactful." Um, <laughs> you know, went back and told my friends, and they started laughing with me. They're like, "Yeah, that was didn't go well. It's okay. Can't always control people's reactions, but you do want to be tactful." You know. And so we're gonna talk about next week how to be tactful. Another time I was downtown. I just throw something away. The one time I was downtown, and I was walking with one of my students after we were out there doing evangelism, and I was just talking to her about Jesus. I wasn't even like doing evangelism, you know, I wasn't even sharing with anyone at this point. I was just talking to her about scripture, about theology, about the Bible. And this guy turns around to me and he says, you're what's wrong with America and you're the reason and just started like going off on me. And I had like never talked to this man ever. I never saw him before. And then he's like just bashing me. And then he walked away and I was like, wait, sir, do you want to talk? And then he just. So, so me just talking about Jesus, you know, that's happened so many times. I'll just be talking about Jesus and people are like, F you. And I'm like, what? one dude was smoking weed and he like said that. And I was like, bro, stoners are supposed to be nice. Why are you cut? Why? What? No. Anyways, I'm off topic. Guys, we want to share our, our faith. I hope I've convinced you why we should share our faith. The, the basic whys, once again, before you go, is because God commands us to because it's loving, and because God is worth knowing in this life. And if we believe it, we need to tell our friends, because how can they live without God? Like, so, like, like, oh, man. 
It's like, oh, if you knew how good it was to be a Christian, if you knew how good the presence of the Lord was, you would want to be a Christian. And so Christian, get connected with God. Go back and get, get in your scripture and cry over it if you have to. Put some worship music on and pray and sing and just pour your heart out to God. Ask God that he would just help you with evangelism, give you a greater heart of love for people. You know, to do evangelism well it really comes from love. Like, God, change me so I can love these people well. And so really, like, press into that, guys. And man, I don't know. Be blessed. Lord, help them be better at uh, sharing the faith. Help me be better at sharing my faith. And thank you. Well, guys, if you have found this podcast helpful, go give us a like, a subscribe, uh, notifications on, all that stuff. Um... We got a Patreon. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok. We're there. We love you guys. We're here because we want to help you in your spiritual journey. This is all for you. We, uh, we do this every week because we really believe God wants to use you where you are to reach those around you. So, yeah. Share this with someone. Uh, go share your faith. And come back next week to learn tips and tricks on how to share your faith. And with that, goodbye. Goodbye.